You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio, and I'm Janice, your host till 1 o'clock, bringing you programming designed with ladies in mind. I know, I know. You're saying it's a Wednesday. What are you doing in the studio? Well, as the Lord led, I am in the studio today, and I'm on 11 to 1. My regular schedule is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I don't think I'm going to get to be with you this Friday, so I thought, I thought, I will come in on Wednesday. And so I'm here and I'm celebrating today. I'm celebrating two things. One thing that, well, I guess there are two big things. One is very, very big. The first just big thing that I am celebrating today is day 96 of 100 days of being a loser. I posted day 96 up on the 11 to 1 blog. Go check it out at faithmusicradio.com on the 11 to 1 page. You'll find the tab there under programs. But, but uh, And I sent out an email to those of you who have signed up for the blog. You would have gotten it in the email. But day 96, the fearful believing lost one. You're like believing lost one. Well, I'll be I'll share all about that in a bit. Be sure to stay with us for that. What else am I celebrating? Well, today Dan and I, my husband Dan Wolf is the general manager of Faith Music Radio, and we are celebrating twenty-six years. Twenty-six years of being happily happily married very happily married and I'm so thankful for Dan he's not with me today though no he's at the National Religious Broadcasters event down in Nashville and he does go there each year but we are going to celebrate together this Friday night for our date night and we're looking forward to it 
and we'll be, I'm sure on Friday during a, during Riverside Drive, when I join Dan this Friday, we will be celebrating our anniversary in some way. And I'm looking, I can't tell you how much I'm looking for it. I'm still celebrating. I've already wished him a happy anniversary. He's already wished me a happy anniversary. 26 wonderful years. I remember hearing Dan Wolf preach two weeks after my first husband went to heaven preaching on all the things that God had carried him through he lost his arm when he was just a six-year-old boy God took him through it he uh, his daughter Tiffany um, I and I care for Tiff, I'm Tiffany's caregiver now but when she was five months old she had a battle with bacterial meningitis and they said she would be you know left brain dead she would um never recover. She'd never walk. She'd never talk. Well, Tiffany does walk and talk because Dan chose to find something to help Tiffany, to help retrain her brain. And he found a program called A Chance to Grow that helped her. And I'm sitting and listening to this sermon and thinking, this man just keeps serving God. And it inspired me. That's all I want to be doing 10 years from now. No matter what happens to me, what my losses might be. I just want to keep serving God. And then before Dan left, he gave me a cassette tape. There were no CDs back then and no digital (laughs) streaming. He gave me a cassette tape and I put it in my cassette recorder and this song was on it. It's called I Will Go On. That song inspired me, and eventually God led our paths together. About a year later, Dan and I began to date, and we dated for a year, and 26 years ago, February 21st, 1998, he and I were married. I want to play this song for you. Maybe you've had something that's happened in your life, some loss. This is a great, inspirational, encouraging song. I repent. For moments I have spent Recalling all the pain And failures of my past I repent For dwelling on the things Beyond my power to change those chains that held me fast. I will go on, my past I leave behind me. I gladly take His mercy and His love. His joy and peace. And sweet release I know He is And I am His I will go Give up 
the bitterness and hate, the blaming men and fate for all my discontent, the guilt and pain I empty from my cup so God can fill it up with peace and sweet content. I will go on, my past I leave behind me, I gladly take His mercy and his love, his joy and his peace, his strength and sweet release. I know he is and I am his. I will go on, I pass, I leave. This portion of programming is brought to you by Chick-fil-A Crosspoint. From their famous chicken sandwiches and waffle fries to their kale crunch side salad, satisfy your hunger at Chick-fil-A Crosspoint today. Ladies, do you need a break? Well, here it is. The Faithful Ladies' Vacation will be on April 26th and 27th. This year, our theme is spring training, losing my way and winning God's way. Join us for a time to relax, renew, and rejoice. Our featured speakers are Vicki Mutchler and Janice Wolf. We will also have 10 breakout sessions each day, and of course, the ever-popular Mary Marketplace. Our special music will be provided by Faith Music Mission singers. To register, go to faithmusicradio.com. That's faithmusicradio.com to register for this year's Faithful Ladies' Vacation, held on April 26th and 27th. Go to faithmusicradio.com for more details. Introducing the Help Me Abide podcast, a podcast for ladies that aims to reveal the truth of God's Word and share remarkable stories of women who have overcome relatable obstacles by abiding in our Lord Jesus Christ. Whether you're a seasoned believer or just starting out on your spiritual journey, the Help Me Abide podcast has something for you. 
Season one is available to listen to today and season two will premiere on March 5th. So why not check us out? The Help Me Abide podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. Some testing and trials Felt like a detour that went on for miles But standing here now looking back I can say, Lord, I'm thankful Some storms I thought I would never survive But here I am feeling so strong and alive The darkness is past and the morning is bright And I'm thankful Lord, I'm thankful like David after Goliath, like Paul and Silas after the jail. I'm thankful like Daniel after the lions. Lord, I'm thankful, thankful like Noah back on dry ground, thankful like Lazarus finally unwound. Every beat of my heart wants to pound. I'm thankful, Lord, I'm thankful. I've battled giants of failure and fear, shadows of doubt where my hope was unclear. But all along, Lord, you were hovering near, and I'm thankful. All the sins of my past were a thundering roar that echoed the guilt that I could not ignore. But it's nailed to the cross, and I hear it no more, and I'm thankful. Lord, I'm thankful like David after Goliath, like Paul and Silas after the jail. I'm thankful like Daniel after the lions. Lord, I'm thankful, thankful like Noah, back on dry ground, thankful like Lazarus, finally unwound, every beat of my heart wants to pound, I'm thankful, Lord, I'm thankful, Lord, I'm thankful like David, after Goliath, like Paul and Silas, after I'm thankful like Daniel after the lions. Lord, I'm thankful. Thankful like Noah back on dry ground. Thankful like Lazarus finally unwound. Every beat of my heart wants to pound. I'm thankful. Lord, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Lord, I'm thankful. And have you had deliverance in your life like that and you're thankful? I believe I've had deliverance in my life like that. When I heard this part today, thankful like Noah back on dry ground. Thankful like Noah. Can you imagine that? You know, in 2 Peter 3, 6, the verse whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. The world perished. 
The Bible says, during that flood, everything perished, but Noah and his family and that which was in the ark with him, the animals which were in the ark with him. And this is an amazing verse. And this passage in Second Peter chapter 3 is the passage we're going to be talking about today for day 96 of the Loser Bible Study Series. Day 96 of hashtag 100 days of being a loser. I've titled it The Fearful Believing Lost One. As I was growing up, and once we started going to church when I was about five years old, I was never a scoffer. We read about that in Second Peter 3, knowing this verse, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lust and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Where is the promise of his coming? I was not a scoffer. I didn't think that was just a, a joke or it wasn't true because it hadn't happened yet. I was fearful. Yes, fearful. Fearful that the Lord, yes, would return. Fearful. I was not ready. One night, I remembered this so well. I was literally scared out of my mind. It was 1976 because I was 11 years old and the high school team of the school that I attended was playing in the football state championship. We had home field advantage. Pretty much the whole town turned out to watch the game that night. At least everyone but my dad. My dad didn't really care about high school football. He stayed at home to watch TV while my mom took us all to the game. She wanted to be a part of the excitement. It was a beautiful, beautiful, clear night. In the middle of the, of the game, though, something crazy happened. The lights went out. I mean, a beautiful, clear night. The lights just went out. Boom. It was dark. My immediate thought, as an 11-year-old, was that the Lord had returned. That is why the lights went out, right? <laughs> there is my struggle with great conviction. It was real. But this is what I did know. My dad had been very, very vocal about his salvation from sin and hell. He shared his amazing testimony often. If we could just get home, and if my dad was sitting in his chair, then I could be certain that the Lord had not returned, and I had not been left behind, because I knew dad was on his way to heaven, and I knew Jesus would not leave my dad behind. I'm going to play a song for you, and then we're going to take a break, and we'll come back with more on this. But this is the song that reminds me the most of my dad when he got saved. The old man is was dead, and it is very... was. It was very evident in his life. We'll be back. Stay with faith. Now and then an old friend of mine I've not seen for some time Will stop by and ask me Hey, where you been? What's on your mind? I wonder why I'm not drinking and still painting this old town red Tell them I'm serving Jesus now And the old man is dead 
man you see before you may look a lot the same. I may wear the same clothes. I have the same old name. You're looking on the outside. If you could see inside it said Why you would see a brand new man Cause the old man is dead You see, according to the Word of God In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 The Bible says that if any man be in Christ He is a new creature Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Used to live such a wicked life. I had no hope inside. I was lost in darkness, searching for the light. Then one night in a little church After hearing what the preacher said I gave my life to Jesus And the old man was dead And the man you see before you May look a lot the same May wear the same clothes. I have the same old name. But you're looking on the outside. If you could see inside instead, why you would see a brand new man. still looking on the outside if you could see inside instead why you would see a brand new man cause the old man is dead thank God the old man is dead and we'll have more on day 96 of the Loser Bible Study Series in just a bit. So stay right here with Faith. But we have Miss Vicki coming up. And here's a song for you just before her. Why should I worry over what the future holds? My God is in control. If He takes time to see the birds have food to eat, how much more will he take care of me? God's in control, so why then should I fret? He's well aware of things that have not happened yet. God keeps coming through for me, my faith grows and grows. My God is always in control. Struggles of living often seem to take their toll. My God. 
today's word of encouragement from Mrs. Vicki Mutchler. Hearty counsel. Jeremiah 33 3 says, Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Have you ever found yourself in a situation that you just didn't know what to do? Maybe you were faced with a major crisis, a wayward child, an illness, death, loss, maybe just a big decision to make. Job twenty eight twenty three says, God understandeth the way thereof, and he knoweth the place thereof. My mom always encouraged me to talk over anything and everything with her. She'd been there, done that. I did not have to fear her reaction. She was always a soft place to fall, and after getting saved, I realized that God was that heavenly father that I could always go to, confide in, and not fear his reaction because it's under the blood. God knows what you're going through. I remind myself, God is enough. God is in control. God loves me more than anyone, and God has a plan. You know what? When you don't know what to do, God always knows what to do. Look to Him And because just like in Job, it says he understandeth the way and he knoweth the place. Remember, God loves you. Mrs. Vicki Mutchler is the wife of Pastor Mike Mutchler of Grandview Baptist Church in Beaver Creek, Oregon, where they've ministered together for over 30 years. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional resources from Mrs. Mutchler and her daily word of encouragement, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. And God is in control. And that was some really, really good hearty counsel from Miss Vicki today. Thank you for joining us on Faith Music Radio. Stay with Faith. Are you trying to hold on to things you can't control? You feel your strength is fading, you can't do it all alone. So you fall before the Lord, and your tears begin to flow. He whispers, my child, I am in control. In control, he knows your name, he's just the same, he'll never change. When doubt and fear linger so near, his voice.
This is Evangelist Byron Fox, and I want to say a heartfelt thank you for listening to Faith Music Radio. Stay tuned. God bless. Thrifty Car Care Center is now Ike Brothers Automotive. The Ike Brothers have owned Thrifty for many years and have just recently changed the name. Their service has not changed. Their commitment to quality has not changed. Just their name. For quick, convenient car repair, call 812-437-5011. That's 812-437-5011. Thrifty Car Care is now Ike Brothers Automotive. This programming is brought to you in part by Metzger Construction of Boonville. If you're looking to have any excavation work, drainage, asphalt, or concrete curbs done, they're the place to call. They do driveways, parking lots, streets, and highways. They give free estimates and accept all major credit cards. Quality workmanship and materials are backed up with a one-year guarantee. That's Metzger's Construction in Boonville. The phone number to call is 812-925-7544. That's Metzger Construction, 812-925-7544. The 2024 Tri-State Sportsman's Banquet will be held on Thursday, March 7 at the Faithway Baptist Church, 3635 Pollock Avenue. 
You don't want to miss this great event. There's door prizes, food, hunting tips, a trophy display. The event starts at 6 o'clock, and you can get a meal ticket for $10. Go to faithmusicradio.com, faithmusicradio.com, to purchase tickets for this event. Game-calling seminar, honoring the heroes, gifts for vets and first responders, and don't forget our keynote speaker, Chad Shear. Chad is the host of Shoot Straight TV. That all takes place on March 7th, 2024, the Tri-State Sportsman's Banquet. For more information, go to faithmusicradio.com. We broadcast home improvement shows 24 hours a day. Faith Music Radio. Well, my dad was that person that I knew was ready. I wasn't necessarily ready when I was an 11-year-old girl, but my dad was that person in my life that I knew was saved. He was very vocal about his testimony. So on the night when the lights went out at the football game (laughs) on a clear night, I thought the Lord had returned and that maybe I had been left behind. I had to get to my dad so I could be sure everything was okay. Is there someone in your life like that? My dad was that person for me when I was a little girl. The night that the lights went off at that football game, and we talked about that earlier in the program today, but the night that the lights went off 
at the football game. My mother gathered us all up. Now, I don't want to say my mom wasn't saved. I'm just saying my mom was more of a quiet woman, and she didn't share her testimony over and over. And there wasn't, she she was always a sweet lady. There wasn't a huge um, difference in her life when she got saved. I'm just going to say it. Not like my dad's life, because he had been an alcoholic. He had, he had drunk all the time and was an alcoholic, a horrible alcoholic, alcoholic, (laughs) I'm going to say the word right. And there had been a huge change in his life. So I knew that my dad would not be left behind. The rest of us, I I just wasn't sure about. But that night at that game, when the lights went out, we didn't know why, my mom gathered us all up. A decision had been made to move the game because it was a championship football game to the next town over, but we were going home. And I was so glad. You see, I needed to see my dad. Upon our arrival at home, I jumped out of the car. I could not get into the house fast enough. And my dad was not where I thought he'd be. He was not in his chair in front of the TV. Frantically, I began to call out, Dad! Dad! Coming down the hall, my dad responded, Janice, what's wrong? I mumbled something about the lights going out at the game. But in my heart, I was overjoyed to see my dad. You might be wondering, and I I guess I need to tell you, what caused the lights to go off at the game on a clear fall night? Well, it was an accident, and really, it was two accidents. A man was home cleaning his gun, but unfortunately, the gun was loaded, so the gun went off. The bullet went through a wall and hit his pregnant wife. An ambulance was called, and as the ambulance was rushing the lady to the hospital, the ambulance swerved off the road near the school It hit a light pole, causing the lights to go out on that side of town. This could have been a huge tragedy for our small town, but thankfully the lady and the baby were both fine. But it was an eventful night, and especially for a fearful junior-age girl who did believe in the return of Christ, but was not yet saved. Since that time, I've learned that this kind of believing in God without receiving his gift of salvation leads to fear. Thou believest there's one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. That's James 2.19. I lived in fear of dying for about five years. Literally, for about five years from that time. But today, I am not that same fearful girl. I have sweet assurance I'm going to heaven when I die, having received Jesus Christ as my Savior when I was 16 years old. And oh, how I thank God for a church that preached the gospel. I thank God for my father's testimony. I thank God for that I was taught that Jesus could return any moment. And I believed he would come And eventually, I received his free gift of eternal life. Sadly, though, as we learn in 2 Peter 3, there are scoffers in our world today, just as there were scoffers in the days of Noah. 
These scoffers are false teachers that cause other to doubt, others to doubt that Jesus is coming again. But just as sure as there was a flood that overflowed and destroyed the entire world, just as sure as there was a flood, Jesus is coming again. There was a song I learned um, years ago. I tell you, it's going to rain. You better get ready and bear this in mind. God showed Noah the rainbow sign. It won't be water, but fire next time. Second Peter 3 verses 11-12 go on to say, Seeing then that all things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens, being on fire, shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. That was my dad. He had, he lived the life of holiness and godliness from the time he got saved, looking for Jesus to come again. Keeping our hearts and minds focused on the imminent return of Christ will compel us to live a holy and godly life in which we are able to lay up true treasure in heaven, treasure that will not be dissolved in the fervent heat that is to come. There's not a need to live in fear. Believe and receive. Believe Jesus came. Believe he died. Receive his free gift of eternal life. Yes, we're all sinners. We all deserve to die. We all deserve hell. But Jesus has died in our place. He has been buried and he has risen again, conquering death so we can spend eternity with him. He has a gift for you, the gift of eternal life. Believe it, my friend. He's coming again and receive his gift of eternal life. Be ready, dear Christians. Watch and wait for Jesus to come again. We call it the imminent return of Jesus Christ. And the reason we call it the imminent return of Jesus Christ, it means it could happen in a moment. Anytime, any day, are you ready? happen in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. It could happen in a moment, He could split the eastern sky. Oh, our hearts will feel unworthy, yet how happy we will be. When the Savior comes from heaven, when His blessed face we see. Every moment, for the mighty trumpet sounds, our time will have to go when the saints shall leave the ground, and our toiling will be over, all our sorrow and its pain. It could happen in a moment, Jesus Christ could come again. Could happen in a moment, any minute of the day. He could 
call us home to heaven, there forevermore to stay. Hold the fort a little longer, in your struggle over sorrow. Trust the great commander's promise, he will surely come again. I am listening every moment, for the mighty trumpet sound. Toiling will be over, all our sorrow and its pain. It could happen in a moment, Jesus Christ could come again. I am listening every moment, where the mighty trumpet sounds. Toiling will be over, all our sorrow and his pain. It could happen in a moment. It could happen in a moment. It could happen in a moment. Jesus Christ could come again. Are you ready to walk 
in Jerusalem, just like John. I am ready to walk. I am ready to walk. I am ready to walk. Yes, I'm ready to walk. I am ready to walk. I am ready to walk. I am ready to walk. Yes, I'm ready to walk. I am ready to walk. I am ready to walk. I am ready to walk. Yes, I'm ready to walk. I am ready to walk. I am ready to walk. I am ready to walk. Yes, I'm ready to walk. Good question for us all. Are you ready to walk? I'm ready to walk. I'm ready to be going home. Coming up in the noon hour of 11 to 1, you're going to get to hear from Loretta Walker on CW Today. Choose guilt over resentment. That sounds like an interesting topic for today. And then Amy Sapp on Helpers of Joy, helping you help others have joy at 1230. She's sharing a devotional written by Sarah Commodore, Loving God His Way. Do you speak God's love language when you love? That's what that title made me think of. I'm not sure what Sarah has to say. I'm looking forward to hearing it. But it did make me think about God's love language. Are we speaking God's love language? Loving God His way. What a phenomenal thought. I'm looking forward to that. And I'll be with you for another hour here. So be sure to stay with faith. Friends, Sing of the Gospel are going to take us into the noon hour of 11 to 1. I'm going home when we all get to heaven. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. place of joy and no more sadness, a place of beauty beyond compare. So many loved ones waiting there. Think of all the wonders that will be the jasper walls, the streams of gold. Oh, at last in heaven will be our loving Savior, His face we shall see. I'm going home to be I'm going home to see my Lord, and forever I will be with the one who died for me. Oh, what a day! I'm going
CW Today, a daily five-minute program dedicated to helping women with their life relationships. Hosted by veteran ladies conference speaker and the editor of Christian Womanhood Magazine, Mrs. Loretta Walker. The closer a woman's heart is to the heart of God, the better able she is to thrive in her relationships with others. In that spirit, here's the host of CW Today, Mrs. Loretta Walker. My daughter's been uh, reading a lot and doing a lot to overcome the situation that she was in last year where she lost her husband. And um, something that she said to me the other day really resounded in my mind. And of course, I've thought it all of my life, but I never really put it in, in this exact statement, choose guilt over resentment. Now, what I've always always taught my children is try to find a way to make yourself not resent having to do what you have to do. Like, take for instance, uh, I had to pick out my husband's clothes this morning. And a little bit of me said, well, nobody picks out my clothes, you know. And then I thought, you know what, I am not going to think that way. I'm going to think, I'm glad I got a husband that I can pick out his clothes. And I chose to to not resent him. So, and I've always taught myself and I've always taught my children 
to not resent people. You know, don't do something you're going to resent. Well, uh, in this situation, it's better for you to choose guilt over resentment. Like, go ahead and not do it. Like, take, for instance, you have somebody in your family that demands certain things from you. And they're not things that you feel like you can do or should do. And so you go ahead and do them, and then you resent them for doing them. Well, what I'm saying here is, instead of doing those things and resenting them, if you can't find a way to not resent that person, then choose to just feel guilty that you didn't do it. You know, I, I'm thinking of a lady that I know that her mother lived right next door to her. And the mother was has always been a demanding person. The mother has always been someone that uh, required a lot from her, and she could never please her. Well, in this situation, if you do, if the mother is asking for certain things and she goes over and resents her as she does it, then I think that's worse because the, there are verses about from Mark, like in Mark eleven twenty five, it says, "And when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any." You see, resentment is defined as a feeling of anger or displeasure about someone or something unfair. So, if you can't figure out a way to not resent doing that situation, then you need to make a decision on what you will do. Like in the, that lady's situation, I counseled her. I said, "Look, you decide." how much you're supposed to do for your mother and then you do it and you don't and you work at not resenting her when you have to go over and do it because that was a decision that you made that you're going to serve her and you're going to do this for her and that for her every week then whenever she starts making you feel guilty you say you know what it's better that I chose guilt over resentment you know and then try to work on not feeling guilty when you can't produce what she wants you to produce and can't do what you want. All of you have people that say to you all the time, you never call me. You know, you don't care about me. You never call me. And you think, I have tried to call you, but I can't get your... You have all these excuses. Why? But then you resent them when you do try to call them because they don't answer or whatever. So I'm saying to you, it's better to feel guilty than to have resentment towards somebody. And if you can't figure out how, how not to resent them, then just go ahead and not do what you're what they want you to do. And when they try to make you feel guilty, hey, it's okay. That's a guilt feeling. That's a feeling I can live with. And I'd rather live with guilt than resentment. You know, all of us have these kind of people in our lives. It might, I don't know who it is in your life, but I have them in my life. And you have them, so we got to figure out how we're going to live with them. And I think the ideal way to do it is to choose guilt over resentment. I think it's less of a sin, I guess, and what it was what I'm saying. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Thanks, Miss Loretta. CW Today is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional material about Loretta Walker, CW Today, and about Christian Womanhood magazine, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. 
And happy Wednesday. You're listening to 11 and 1. This is Faith Music Radio, and I'm Janice, your host till 1 o'clock, bringing you programming designed with ladies in mind. So to come, Amy Sapp on Helpers of Joy, Loving God His Way. And this is a devotional written by Sarah Commodore that was featured in the Helpers of Joy Facebook group and at Sapsolutely. Dot com. The Daughtries are going to start off the music for the noon hour of 11 to 1 with a great song for all he's done. I'm going to lift my hands and praise him. You're listening to Faith. Praise the Lord for all He's done. 
The 2024 Tri-State Sportsman's Banquet will be held on Thursday, March 7th at the Faithway Baptist Church, 3635 Pollock Avenue. You don't want to miss this great event. There's door prizes, food, hunting tips, a trophy display. The event starts at 6 o'clock, and you can get a meal ticket for $10. Go to faithmusicradio.com, faithmusicradio.com, to purchase tickets for this event. Game-calling seminar, honoring the heroes, gifts for vets and first responders, and don't forget our keynote speaker, Chad Shear. Chad is the host of Shoot Straight TV. That all takes place on March 7th, 2024, the Tri-State Sportsman's Banquet. For more information, go to faithmusicradio.com. Hello, friends. This is Jonathan Epley, and you're listening to Faith Music Radio. I've listened to your cries I've seen you try in vain to find A purpose in this life I've watched you search for safety In friends that let you down As the pressures of your trials Just pushed you to the ground Desperately you've tried to earn your place Listen close Hear the voice of grace You belong to me You belong to me You don't have to try To find love in this life To pick the fight with doubt and fear and insecurity You belong to me You belong to me I know you feel indebted To the price I paid for you But to earn the cost of my son's blood Is impossible to do You can find joy in devotion You can rest in all I've done This battle for acceptance Has already been won And desperately you tried to earn your place Listen close to hear the voice of grace You belong to me You belong to try to find love in this life to pick the fight with doubt and fear and insecurity cause you belong to me I've come so you can trade your works for grace and be satisfied with only my
love in this life To pick the fight with doubt and fear and insecurity Cause you belong to me You belong to me Paul Chapman and Son with the song You Belong to Me. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. Hannah Butler says, when you realize you're invited to Jesus' table, it no longer matters who doesn't invite you to theirs. And um, then she says, God will never leave you out. God will be your best friend if you let him. Sometimes we act like being left out is only for middle schoolers and Hannah says while I believe it's different as an adult if we are all honest I'd say we would agree that it hurts to be left out at least I know it has hurt me especially in the church the quote says it doesn't matter and I'm going to read it again it doesn't um, it doesn't matter uh, when you realize you're invited to Jesus table it no longer matters who doesn't invite you to theirs the quote says it doesn't matter but obviously Hannah says I agree with it or I wouldn't have posted it however it may not matter to us when we become fully content and satisfied in Christ but their actions in leaving others out does matter as adult we should know we should consider how we make others feel. There are some friends who are naturally closer to us. That's okay. But in certain settings, we can't just ignore everyone else. And it says, I'm a pastor's wife. Imagine how people would feel if I only talked with the one lady in the church and ignored all the others. I know it would hurt them because then they would feel as if they had to earn my friendship or that they aren't good enough to be my friend and that would be wrong of me and I pray to never do that. Now, I get what Hannah's saying here. You can't be responsible for how everyone takes your actions or feels and you can you just talk to the people the Lord leads you to. That's what I what I think that that says as a pastor's wife as she's being a pastor's wife, I don't want her to be too hard on herself. I guess that's what I'm saying, because you can only talk to so many people in a day. But I want, but it, but Hannah does, but she is making a good point that we should be reaching out to others and being inclusive of others. I use this illustration sometimes when I speak, and I am always amazed, and I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm always amazed how it works every time. I ask a group of ladies to come up. I just pick up maybe five ladies from the audience. And um, and then I ask one person to come up. And the five ladies, I look at them. And if you can picture this in your mind, and I tell them to form a circle. That's all I say, form a circle. So they form a circle. And then I look at the one lady and I tell her, you do everything you can to get in that circle. I don't care what you have to do. And as I'm talking to the one lady, the ladies that are in a circle, they will almost every time join arms. 
And as I tell her, I don't care if you have to bite, scratch, or pull, they will tighten it up, that circle. They will interlock their arms and tighten up because they are going to keep her out of that circle. And then I send the, le- the one lady over to get in the circle and she starts clawing her way in. And then I say, stop. And then I look at the ladies and I always say this, I never told you to keep her out. Now, what is it in us that wants to exclude people just naturally? All I asked him to do was to form a circle. And we form circles at our churches. But when we keep others out, that's when it's a problem. It's not wrong to form a circle. (laughs) It's not wrong to be in a circle, but invite people in. I'm going to finish what Hannah says here. I'm going to get back to that. But I had to share the illustration with you. I've used it numbers of times. I've never had it not to work. It always blows my mind because I think, well, it's not going to work this time. (laughs) But it works every time. But it's, it's wrong of us. So we want to encourage you today that Jesus will always be everything you need and more. Yes, we can desire. We can long for earthly friendships. He made that desire in us to have friendships. And Hannah's saying, I'm just saying that there will be certain times in your life when you have no earthly friends. We need to learn how to rest content in his friendship always. I can't really explain it, but it's pure peace. God will give you peace and he will replace what you feel is lost. He will help you deeply love those people who may be leaving you out. Cling to God and you'll find him to be everything and more. But have you experienced this? Have you experienced the feeling of being left out? You're going to need to cling to God. He is the dearest friend you'll ever have. Here's a verse in James 2.23 that should encourage you. And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. And I hope, my friend, that you'll make Jesus truly make him the dearest friend you ever have. Jesus will never leave you out.
And amen to that. We have one more song by the sounds of faith. I keep falling in love with him. And then Amy sat featuring the devotional written by Sarah Commodore, Loving God His Way. Amy is the founder of the Helpers of Joy Facebook group and also the founder of Sapsolutely.com. Amy Sapp, S-A-P-P-S-O. L-U-T-E-L-Y, absolutely.com. And there's some great devotionals on that site and a lot of other things as well. And I encourage you to check it out. So we'll have a song and then Helpers of Joy with Amy Sapp, helping you help others have joy. fell in love with Jesus, I gave Him all my heart, and I thought I couldn't love Him more than I did right at the start. But now I look back over the mountains and the valleys where we've been, and it makes me know that I love Him so much more than I did then. And I keep falling in love with Him over and over and over and over again. I just keep falling in love with Him over and over and over and over again. He gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Oh, what a love between my Lord and I. Just keep falling in love with Him over and over and over and over again. There's a hand that I hold on to through each valley shoulder that I lean upon as I face another mile. There's a love that I can depend on. It's fresh and new each day. And with love my heart is overflowing. That is why I say that I keep falling in love with Him over and over and over and over again. I just keep falling in love with Him over and over and over and over again He gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by Oh, what a love between my Lord and I Just keep falling in love with Him Over and over and over and over again He gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by Oh, what a love between my Lord and I Just keep falling in love with Him Over and over and over and over Would you say that you love God as much as you possibly can? Welcome to Helpers of Joy, a weekly program telling real stories from Christian ladies to help bring joy to your life. Today, my friend Sarah shows us some truths from the Word of God on how we can improve our love for the Lord. This is Amy Sapp. Welcome to the Helpers of Joy radio broadcast. I want to introduce you to Sarah. Sarah serves the Lord alongside of her husband, Andrew, at Pleasant Valley Baptist Church in Chico, California. I met Sarah several years ago at one of the first ladies' meetings I ever spoke at. I love Sarah, and I love her heart for the Lord. The title of today's program is Loving God His Way written by Sarah, and I want to share it with you today. Sarah loves God. 
She believes that you love God or you would not take the time to listen. However, does she love God the way he deserves? That is a work in progress, and if she is completely honest, some days are better than others. The first step to loving God the way he deserves is to know what the Bible teaches on this subject. Once we understand what God wants, then it's just a matter of having the character to apply it to our lives every day. Sarah has two beautiful dogs that she loves very much. When she comes home from work, both dogs greet her. They have a little ritual when she gets home. She puts down the stuff in her hands and then opens the door to let them out. Jake loves the outside and as soon as the door is opened, he heads out and will stay out there for as long as she lets him. Apollo never heads out the door right away. If Sarah stays in the kitchen, he follows her and sits at her feet. If she goes to her room, he follows. He will not go outside until she gives him some love and attention. She wants to compare that to how we treat God. Do we take what he gives us and walk away, or do we take the time to first thank him before continuing on with our blessing? She asks herself often, Am I like the nine ungrateful lepers who took what Jesus did for them but did not thank him? She wants God to know that her relationship with him is more important to her than what he does for her. The Bible says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment that's found in Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Since this is how Jesus taught us to love God, let's learn how to love God the way he wants, with all thy heart. This means we need to love the Lord with all our emotions and our affections. Many times we begin to love the world or the things in the world, and God is not first in our hearts. If God is first place in our hearts, we will not begin to have feelings outside of our marriage or allow worldly philosophies to take over biblical principles in our life. Many of our sins can simply be avoided with loving God with all our emotions or with all of our heart. When we recognize an emotion that is not biblical in the early stages of development, then a small adjustment can be made to redirect it. If we allow the wrong emotion to enter into our life without making the corrective adjustment, it is much harder to resolve later, especially if it becomes a stronghold in our life. Deceit is one of Satan's weapons. He does his best to convince us that we can stop or rectify the situation whenever we want. However, the further along we go into sin, the solution becomes a major adjustment Major adjustments will affect every area of our life, so at this point, many Christians choose to cover up their sin instead of getting right. Satan convinces us of lie after lie. First, that the sin is no big deal. We can control it. Second, that it is such a big deal that we must hide it. We can avoid all of his lies by diligently guarding our heart every day from bitterness, anger, envy, inappropriate affections, etc. 
Recognize your own temptations and make simple adjustments in your life that will protect your heart from the invasion of our enemy. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. The best way to keep our affections right is to wake up every morning and thank God for all he has done for you, to let him know how much you love him, and then to spend time praising him. If you do this before you even get out of bed, then you are starting your day talking to God first. Such a simple thing that can make a huge difference in your day. With all thy soul, this means with all of your being, God comes first. When we put God first in everything, we walk more humbly in our attitude, actions, and speech. Too much pride means that we do not have ourselves in proper order. Perhaps we have placed a higher priority on ourselves or a loved one than on God. When we keep ourselves in proper order and put God in his rightful place, we walk more humbly with man. The Bible says in Micah chapter 6, verse 8, He has showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. That verse is one of Sarah's favorite verses in the Bible. It is her verse for which to live. She thinks that we could simplify life if we just lived justly, loved mercy, and walked more humbly with God. With all thy mind, this means to love God with all your thoughts and decisions. Every thought and every decision that we make either draws us closer to God or takes us farther from God. Each day we choose if we are going to love God with our mind or not. It is a daily decision. We need to renew our mind daily. It gets cluttered with the cares and things of this world. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The best way to renew our minds is to read our Bible. Another way to keep our minds right is to pay attention to the words of every congregational song we sing at church. During a church invitation, if we sing this song, Sarah cannot sing it without tears. I surrender all, all to Jesus I surrender, all to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily live. All to Jesus I surrender, humbly at his feet I bow. Worldly pleasures all forsaken, take me Jesus, take me now. I surrender all. I surrender all, all to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. With all thy strength, this means to love God with everything that you have. What is your talent? What are you really good at doing? That is your strength. Are you using your strengths for God or for your own gain? It is not always clear when a Christian is loving God with everything that they have, because we are not all the same, and God requires separate things from his children. However, it is very evident when a Christian is not loving God with everything that they have. Their actions and speech betray them. 
Let's use the talents and strengths that were given to us from God for God. Charles Spurgeon said, With all your heart means intensely, with all your soul means sincerely, most lovingly, and with all your strength means with all our energy, with every faculty, with every possibility of our nature. Thank you, Sarah. May we love our God more in every step that we take. This is Amy Sapp helping you help others have joy. You can get more encouragement and read more stories from Amy Sapp and the Helpers of Joy by joining the Helpers of Joy 2 Corinthians 124 Facebook group. Helping others help others have joy. Join the movement. And Amy Sapp will be joining us for the Faithful Lady Staycation, April 26th and 27th. She'll be speaking both Friday and Saturday in one of our breakout sessions on soul winning. And we hope you'll join us as well. We'll have Vicki Mutchler as our keynote speaker. And there'll be there will be each day 10 different breakout sessions on a variety of topics. And you can sign up for the Faithful Lady Staycation at faithmusicradio.com. We're in the easy breezy registration um, time. We call it, um, e- we, we go from early bird registration to easy breezy registration to fashionably late registration. Don't worry, you have plenty of time before fashionably flat. <laughs> oh, I'm going to try it again. You have plenty of time before fashionably late registration begins but you may want to register today here's a great song for you the steadfast quartet i love my savior too jesus my heavenly king loves me i know praises to him i sing onward i go closely to him i cling blessings still flow I love my Savior too. I love my Savior. He loves me too. Yes, he loves me too. Now I seek his favor in everything I do. Walking with him each day, love light the shine. Doing his will away, never repine. Kneeling to him, I pray, thy will not mine. I love my Savior too. Happy to serve my friend, lean on his arm. Rapture will never end, nothing alarm. Voices will sweetly blend under his charm. I love my Savior too. Yes, he loves me too. Only now I seek his favor in everything I do. In everything I do. This is Amy Sapp, and I love Faith Music Radio. Do you find yourself 
turning on the news and feeling hopeless, woke agendas, open borders, inflation due to out-of-control spending, and the list goes on. There is something you can do. Buy from companies that believe what you and I believe. We need to stick together now more than ever. And there has been one company willing to stand with you since 2012. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer the very best nationwide 4G and 5G coverage on all networks. In fact, they use the same towers as the major carriers. Patriot Mobile has service plans to fit any budget and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, your constitutional rights, the sanctity of life, and our veterans and first responder heroes. Switch to Patriot Mobile now and get free activation with the offer code FMR. That's right, we've teamed up with Patriot Mobile. So go to patriotmobile.com backslash FMR. patriotmobile.com backslash FMR and use the promo code FMR. I'm Emily Featherstone. Stay right here for more powerful, positive music on Faith Music Radio.
Emily Featherstone, and Emily has recorded a number of albums with Faith Music Mission. She's written all of the songs, and she's a singer-songwriter. We really call her a song artist, I guess you could say. Singer-songwriter Emily Featherstone, she plays the piano. Um, She's just an excellent musician, and what a thought in that song, God Says What sin. God says what sin. We'll have another thought for you, and then we'll have a song by the Tharp Brothers. Those are three preachers. The next time you weigh yourself, and the scale says you have gained weight. I have moments like like that, about that. Like, I, I have moments like that. <laughs> Do you? But the next time you weigh yourself, and it says you have gained weight, it's just because You put on the armor of God. And how else are you going to keep on the firing line? You have to have the armor of God. So that's what it is. Here's the Thought Brothers. If you're in the battle for the Lord and right, keep on the firing line. My brother, surely you must fight. Keep on the firing line. There are many dangers that we all must face. If we die of fighting, it is no disgrace. Coward in the service, he will find no place. So keep on the firing line. Oh, you must fight. Be brave against all evil. He can trust, keep on the firing line. If you wear a crown, then bear the cross you must. Keep on the firing line. Life is but to labor for the master dear. Help to banish evil and to spread good cheer. Great to be rewarded for your service here. So keep on the firing line. Oh, you must fight. Be brave against all evil, never run nor even lag behind. If you would win for God and the right, just keep on the firing line. Shout of welcome, we will all march in, so keep on the firing line. Oh, you must fight, be brave against all evil, never run nor even lag behind. If you would win for God and the right, just keep on the firing line. 
struggle that shatters all your dreams And your hopes have been cruelly crushed by Satan's manifested schemes And you feel the urge within you to submit to earthly fear Don't let the faith you're standing in seem to disappear Praise the Lord Serve only to remind you that they drop powerless behind you when you praise Him. Now Satan is a liar and he wants to make us think that we are paupers when he knows himself we're children of the King. So lift up the mighty shield of faith for the battle must be won. We know that Jesus Christ is risen and the work's already done. Praise the Lord. He will work through those who praise Him. Praise the Lord. For God inhabits praise. Praise the Lord. For the chains that seem to bind you Serve only to remind you that they drop powerless behind you when you praise Him, praise Him, praise Him when you praise. that song and I love that man that is my husband and happy anniversary to me and Dan today happy 26th anniversary Dan posted on the faith music radio or or shared on the faith music radio Facebook page a picture of us dressed like pirates and um, of course my husband has had only one arm since he was a six-year-old boy he lost his arm when he was six and he's he's worn a hook since he came out of the hospital um, and so my dad warned me about marrying a one-arm bandit but I want to tell you something we have had a swashbuckling time <laughs> in these last 26 years and I look forward to many more with Dan Wolf. I'll be on the air with him this Friday during Riverside Drive and we hope you'll join us as well. There'll be a, there'll be some celebrating going on of our anniversary together this Friday. We're going to finish off today with a powerful song. It's called Sound the Light. Not send the light, not shine the light, but sound the light and that's what we're supposed to be doing as Christians we're supposed to be telling every everyone everywhere the good news of Jesus Christ and this is how we let our light shine for Jesus Christ and how we let our light shine bright 
So sound the light today, my friend, and let your light shine for Jesus Christ and let it shine bright. And thank you for joining us on Faith Music Radio. Stay with Faith. Oh!